0: Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis in this segment Tips for First Time Home Buyers and also Tips for Spring Home Maintenance. My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts to so home selling and buying. can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that's typical with life's biggest investments. My family, has been selling Atlanta real estate for 37 years, and we would love nothing more than to help your family satisfy its real estate needs. You can go to gogattisradio.com if you want to to connect with us, or you can just give us a call the old-fashioned way, 770-497-0000. And don't forget, we want to connect with you. We really do. Gogattisradio.com. You can subscribe to our podcast. We're available on every major podcasting platform. And we would love for you to be a subscriber. Doing something for the first time can always be a challenge. I have been known to say myself, I can do anything perfectly. As long as it's the second, third, fourth, or fifth time I've done it. I don't remember ever doing anything exactly the way it was supposed to be done when I did it for the very first time. And, you know, this can be a challenge for us in our daily lives. It can also be a real challenge for people who are looking to buy their first home. You know, the loan process can seem daunting and almost paralyzing uh, and, and, you know, inspections and how do you negotiate and how do you move all of your stuff? And it can be just overwhelming. And it's a shame. I know there's a lot of work involved. It's a shame that it's, it can be. Seem daunting and seem overwhelming to people because the reality is it's 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 fairly simple, especially when you're being guided by someone who understands the process. John and Lilburn submitted a question, says we're buying our first home. And I know you've given first-time homebuyer tips in the past. Can you go over them again? Especially on how to succeed in making your dreams come true to be homeowners. John, I wish I could snap my fingers and make your dreams come true. Uh, I will tell you that the truth is, is that your dreams also have to match reality. And I'm not trying to rain on your parade. I would love for everybody to be able to have the exact home they want. The reality is, most people in Atlanta, in fact, I would say this percentage is is much lower for people who bought homes in the last few years. But I would say most people in Atlanta live in a home that meets 85% of their needs, 85% of their criteria. Um, I have lived in three homes as a principal residence uh, in my adult life and uh, I'll be selling that home this year. I've always wanted a three-car garage. I didn't have one in the first home. I didn't have one in the second home and yet again did not have one in the third home. So we don't always have exactly what we're looking for but I hope John that you can find a home that works for you. Let me give you some tips, things you need to know. Number one, Make sure you understand your credit score before you get started. Some of you might have a Equifax or an Experian or a TransUnion account or some kind of account that keeps you updated or maybe one of your credit cards keeps you updated with your credit score. But if you are not one of those people who is constantly updated by some type of app or credit card, then just go to annualcreditreport.com, A-N-N-U-A-L, creditreport.com, federal government requires a credit reporting agents to give you one agencies to give you one free credit report each year mandated under federal law annualcreditreport.com. first thing second thing you need to know what your DTI is and if you're listening you're probably thinking well I need to know what DTI stands for before I can tell you what my d2 DTI is is, and debt to, DTI stands for debt-to-income ratio, and it is a very important number when you're applying for a mortgage. It shows, basically, the percent of your income that's you used to pay your bills. So, if you divide your monthly debt payments... By your monthly income, that will give you the debt-to-income ratio. Lenders will allow debt-to-income ratios in some circumstances to go up to 50 or 55%. But let me give you an example. John makes $6,000 per month. John, and this is just a fabricated example here, has monthly expenses or monthly debt payments of $2,700 per month maybe a student loan, maybe a car payment, maybe a credit card. All of the debt payments that you have that are required get added into the total. And in this case, $2,700 is 45% of $6,000. So whether you are a conventional loan candidate or an FHA or a VA loan candidate, a 45% debt to income ratio should qualify you to buy a home. First, get your free annual credit report. Second, calculate your debt to income ratio so you do not have any surprises. Third, familiarize yourself with mortgage terminology. The mortgage lending process uses special terms, just like real estate agents use special terms that may be unfamiliar to newcomers. And so you can actually go online and type in common mortgage terminology or common real estate terminology. In many cases, your real estate agents is our agents who use the Sure Home Buying and the Sure Home Selling Program. We're the only users of those programs in the state of Georgia, only providers of those. And they have very specific details on all of the terms that you may or may not understand and tell you exactly what they mean is very important. My next piece of advice for you would be you need to learn about the loan options available um, John, this was, I use John as an example, but that, my example of money was not actually John in Lilburn. Um, but you need to learn about different mortgage options. So, you know, is an adjustable rate mortgage right for you? Do you need, you know, conventional or an FHA or a VA loan? Do you need some form of a hundred percent loan like you could get through a VA loan or you could get through a USDA loan or do you need 3.5% down payment or 3% down payment. You just need to know all of the options uh, that you are entitled to. You can check loan options from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Just type in Consumer Financial Protection Bureau into Google or whatever web browser you use and it'll take you to the site and they'll outline the different types of mortgages that are available in the United States. Also, don't forget closing costs in addition to the cost of the home um, and the down payment you have to make, which is a percentage of the the cost of the home unless you are getting 100% financing. There are also closing costs involved. Uh, Those include appraisals and home inspection and credit reporting and title work and mortgage origination fees and and inspection fees, things like that, and closing costs are, I would say, typically in the 3% range of the purchase price. They can certainly be higher than that. The higher the price, the lower the percentage. The closing costs are as a percentage of that price. And then next advice is save what you need for a down payment. 20% down payment isn't required, uh, but it helps you avoid private mortgage insurance or mortgage insurance premiums. And then as you're getting ready to buy a house, John, my recommendation is Think about how to make a competitive offer. How do you offer terms that are attractive to a seller that still make the home affordable for you? If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I'm your host, and I enjoy being with you this Saturday morning. Question for you. Does the honey-do list or your spring to-do list sometimes seem intimidating to you? You know, tackling home maintenance early Uh, on in the process and maybe doing it all at one time could maybe help it not be so overwhelming albert in norcross says now that we own our first home it seems like the to-dos are never ending albert i will say that over time the to-do list goes away when you move into a new home it's just one thing after another after another after another that you're doing you're constantly at home depot and uh it can be a little bit overwhelming albert Ask, do you have any suggestions on how or what to tackle now that the weather is getting warmer and i happen to have a little list that i'm happy to share with you these are things that i'll be doing around my house this spring Uh, number one i'll clear accumulated debris from gutters and make sure downspouts flow freely and direct water away from the foundation i've got a big black lab and he loves to pull my downspout extensions out and take them in the yard and play with them so i got to gather all those back and put them up near the house Check your siding and your trim for cracks or peeling or chip paint or general wear and tear and have any areas you notice that are damaged fixed. Inspect patios and walkways for cracks and any loose bricks or pavers. Clean window screens and repair any damaged areas and look around the property for damaged tree limbs and branches. I always do that. I have a lot of stuff in the yard. And then inspect the irrigation system and fix any broken sprinkler heads. I always have to do that pretty much every single year. So that is my list in terms of things that you probably should do early on in the spring. A good spring cleaning, airing out the house. Sometimes people have their HVAC air ducts clean, things like that. This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly & Sorahan. They're a full-service law firm with 26 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation. Uh, Real Estate Contract Review and Title Insurance Matters, and they can be reached by calling 770-497-0000. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next six months or you're considering it anytime really even in the next year, it's not too early to talk, I suggest you reach out to us and see if we can help you sell your house for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. If you're listening to that and thinking it could be some sort of gimmick, I say, try me and see if it's a gimmick. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on sell for $28,000 more. It'll take you less than 30 seconds. Put in a little information. I'll reach out to you and have detailed conversations with you and analyze your situation. And help you know, help you learn exactly how we can sell your home for $28,000 more than your neighbor. We're going to value the home differently, which means we might be able to value it for more. And we've got the funds if we need to to make some slight improvements to your home before the home gets listed. Those are our competitive advantages. Go get us Click on sell for $28,000 more. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, Lakefront Properties at Lake Lanier, can you afford to buy a lake house? I would like to know the answer to that question. And what are the pros and cons of living near a lake? Stick with us. We'll be back.